0: Struggles facing humanity, but it also lets us see the humanity deeply embedded in those struggles. The first mission trip I ever took was a four-day local mission trip called the Urban Plunge when I was in the seventh grade. My home church sent youth on mission trips to Mexico and to rural Appalachia. We sent adult mission teams internationally, but this mission trip involved going to different nonprofits in our own community in the DC area to do half-day projects. I went to nursing homes and learned that there were seniors in my community who were desperately lonely. I went to soup kitchens in DC and learned that there were hundreds and thousands of people who didn't have a place to sleep or a place to eat night in and night out. I went to a food pantry in Springfield and learned that there were people in my neighborhood, in my school, that couldn't pay for groceries. I went to the Northern Virginia Training Center and learned there were kids with physical and mental disabilities they would never overcome, but who just wanted to play with someone else. I went to a battered women's shelter and played with children whose mothers were victims of domestic violence and abuse. We went and we served, and we didn't drive more than a half hour to get there. I grew up here. I grew up in the suburbs of Northern Virginia. All my friends had a Sega Genesis or a Super Nintendo. As far as I knew, we all had enough food and clothing. We all had soccer cleats and baseball gloves, and we all played sports together. I knew that there was poverty in the world. I knew there were people that had need in the world. I knew that not everyone lived like I did. But I didn't know that not everyone in my community didn't live like I did. Going on that mission trip opened my eyes to the world I'd lived in all along. Then I went to Mexico with my church. And I saw another dimension of what poverty can look like. But that's not all I saw. I saw children playing and having a blast. I saw moms loving and raising their children. I saw joy, I saw happiness, I saw humanity. I saw virtues that I didn't see in myself. I saw ways that my life was blessed by my level of comfort and privilege. And I saw ways that my life was different and maybe in some ways worse, because of that comfort and privilege. I truly experienced my materialism, my greed, my dissatisfaction. Going to Mexico, I saw myself in a whole new light. When we engage in service and in mission, we see the world as it really is. We experience the world in all its complexity, in all its diversity, in the fullness of its highs and lows we begin to see ourselves in all of our complexity, in our highs and lows. And when we engage in mission and in service, we are never, ever the same. Now, my experiences that I've talked about are with multi-day mission trips, and that is easy to do when you're in seventh grade or in high school and you have that wonderful thing called spring break that, looking back on, we all wish we had again. But those experiences can happen in one evening spent feeding the hungry with Dumfries Feed My Sheep program, or one evening at the Hilda Bark Center. It can happen through helping out at Bible school at the homeless shelter. It can happen through buying a homeless person a cup of coffee on your way into work. It can happen through any small act of love, service, and mercy that you do for somebody else. Because these small moments can have eternal implications in how they build the kingdom of God and how they form us as disciples. Even serving here in your church can give you that experience. Every week we come into this place and we transform a public school into a temple for God, into a sanctuary of God's presence. And we bless this space with the presence of God. When you come and you help set up, you are enabling the worship of God In a public place. When you help out in our nursery, you are enabling the discipleship of our youngest families. When you volunteer in our children's ministry area, you are forming not just the next generation of disciples, but our youngest disciples. All of these actions have eternal implications. So, what do we do now? Where do we go from here? How do we respond to this sermon? How do we even begin in mission and in service? i let that question linger. To answer that, I want to describe in painstaking detail a scene from a television show that I like. TV show is called Sports Night, and it, it ran for two seasons in the late 90s. In one episode, one of the main characters, who is an anchor on a sports highlight show like SportsCenter, is troubled because he is getting all of these letters in the mail from groups and organizations asking him for money, and he can't decide which one to pick. All episode, he asks different characters what they do with their donations, how they make a difference in the world. Finally, at the end of the episode, his co-anchor asks him, have you solved your problem yet on how to be a guilt-free altruist? The first guy replies, it's easier being a miser. I thought that was funny. Then the co-anchor says, can I say something? You're not going to solve everyone's problems. In fact, you're not going to solve anybody's problems. So you know what you should do? Anything. As much of it and as often as you can. What should you do now? How should you respond to this sermon? How should you start to engage in mission and service? do anything as much of it and as often as you can let us pray almighty and all living god you are building a kingdom here on this earth you are building your kingdom in our midst and it is an eternal kingdom one that will last forever It is the reason that you reached out to us in the first place. It's the reason Jesus Christ came. To be a part of building your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. God, you give us a chance to help in that construction project. You give us a chance to help build more and more of that here. And as we look at our world and we see how much we need you in it, God, we are motivated to act. To be a part of building more and more of your kingdom here. More and more of your presence here. To drag a little bit more of heaven onto this earth. God, open our eyes to the ways that we can engage in that project with you. Open our eyes to the little things that we can do that have implications that we don't even know about. Open our eyes to the ways that we can be in service to our world, to our community. And as you tell us in this scripture, to you. And then give us the divine impetus. Give us the strength, give us the the gumption to go out and do something, to feed the hungry to heal the sick, to do all those things that we know we can do. God, help us act and show us the amazing power that our small, tiny actions can have when done in your name. All this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.